Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to I'm Just Vita. And it is me, I'm Just Vita. Oh, you guys, today is January 27th, 2020. I cannot believe this month is gone. But hey, time stops for no one, as we all know. Well, I got all moved in. And just in case you guys hear like the cars rushing, I live near the interstate now. So, yeah, fun times, fun times. Before I even get any further with what I'm doing, um, I do have a couple of announcements to make. As everybody knows this Saturday, February the 1st, 2020, will be our burn ceremony. It is still at Standing Bear Lake. Uh, if I said that wrong, it's Standing Bear Lake. Bear with me, y'all got a really bad headache this morning. And I am actually doing this this morning. Um, and it's going to be at 5 p.m. I hope to see some of you ladies there or whomever. Bring your support. You know, get ready. Because this is about to go down. I'm really excited for it. Now, some of you may or may not know um, this past Thanksgiving, as you guys know, I was I did a podcast in Las Vegas while I was there. And I was there to see my aunt who was at that time on hospice. Well, she has departed this life as of last week. Um, so she's no longer with us and her services will be held in Las Vegas next week on Saturday, February the 8th. So, I will be in Vegas again. And I'll be back in Vegas in April. So, but April is actually just a family vacay. This time is for me to go and pay my respects. I believe I am the only one that's going to be heading out. Uh, I know my children are not going. Um... Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to meet her because she's been in Vegas, and every time she would come back here, it was always for a funeral or, yeah, it was just a funeral. I came and say, or, um, so, but, you know, I, I have already sent out cards and, you know, things of that nature and a, a candle for them to light when they want to zen to her children. So, just keep my family and your thoughts and hearts um, as far as that. And yes, this was my mother's sister, her oldest sister that passed away. My mom is also um, ill and she's not, she doesn't know if she's going to be able to go to the funeral or not. So also, I mean, it's, it's, it's been a roller coaster for me, guys. Last year, 2019, was a hell of a year for me, but I am here to tell y'all that story. I told y'all. I got a story to tell y'all. Just ain't heard yet. I um, uh, told you guys I'm near the interstate. So you hear everything. Literally. literally like oh my god. Really? I, don't get me wrong. I love my new spot. Yes. Go to space. I got everybody know I'm all about space. You know. But you can't have everything the way you want it all the time so I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Anywho, um what else was I going to say? There's so much you guys. There's just so 
much going on. I know everybody got the news flash about Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna. I think that's how you say it. May they rest in eternal peace and everyone else who was also on that helicopter ride yesterday. And to be honest with you, although he has celebrity status, the other lives on that helicopter was just equally as important as his and his daughter's. So I do send my sincere condolences, prayers, love to his family, especially his wife and remaining children. You know, as parents, we're not here to bury our child. Our child is supposed to be to bury us. That's how the life cycle is supposed to go. But it doesn't always work that way. I've seen a lot of different posts and different things on social media and even on the regular media. I turned my TV off. I got on social media, did the whole nine yards because everybody's like, oh, you know, I just can't keep thinking about it. And, you know, he touched a lot of lives. He touched a lot. I was not a Kobe Bryant fan, guys. I was not. Um, I came up an era with Michael Jordan was the man, you know. But nevertheless, Kobe Bryant, I cannot ever take away from that man's skill and love for the game. He was a hell of an athlete. And like they said, you know, he was transitioning at the age of 41 into being that father that he always wanted to be because he's retired now, following his own dreams and helping his daughter, who was in the helicopter with him, you know, with her dreams and a love for the game that he loves so much of basketball. So it's going to be a rough time for everybody. Even though if you are a fan or family member or it's just a sad situation all the way around. I mean, that's all I can really say. Very, very sad all the way around. And I'm kind of speechless. First, I thought it was a hoax when my phone got to going off and I was like, really? Is that what that was us about? Did you find them? Wherever it said it got to be over here because it ain't big. Okay. Um, I have to check all through my stuff. Thanks, Dan. Um, sorry, guys. I have my husband looking for stuff. I'm human, y'all. I'm human. And like I said, we just moved and I got him looking for something very, very important um, for me. And I can't seem to find it. So, today is one of my off days because, like I said, I am, I mean, my head is in... It's pounding, and I have to go see my migraine specialist today. And I'm looking for different stuff. And a lot of times I can't remember where I put stuff or do, you know, put things. I, I let me tell y'all, I lose my head through it on my shoulders. I am dead serious, so... I'm going to be looking for that stuff here in a minute since I get done with this podcast. I'll get him to help me come up here and I didn't throw it in something. I don't know. It's one of them days, y'all. Um, so, yeah, I've seen different things on social media about it. You know, you have people. 
saying, well, I'm thinking about what his last words would have been, and I'm thinking about what his daughter was feeling. Stop that. Come on, people. Stop being, to me, that's disrespectful and it's heartless. That's not something that you should ever want to wonder. It is not your place at all to wonder any of that. Let's be clear. And why would you want to wonder that? What you need to be wondering is what was your last what is your last thoughts gonna be? What is your last words gonna be? Not with him or his child. Anything's gonna be, and I find that to be very disrespectful. Very, very, very disrespectful. Who says or does that? What do they do that at? I- I'm trying to figure it out. Because that is just so not cool at all. You're wondering what his last words would have been, what his daughter's last words would have been. Who cares? Who cares what the final words would have been, is, or anything of that nature? Why would you want to? I just don't get people. I mean, why is that even relevant? Whatever the last words is, you don't know about it. So why do, why do you even, how do you even fix your mouth to even say something as shallow and heartless? And a lot of people don't. They don't get it, you know, what's so heartless about it, you know, I'm just, well, how would you feel if one of your family members went, you know, or departed this life, I should say, and people are asking, well, I wonder what their last words were, I wonder what they were thinking, why, why would you... I think it's very insulting, and I think it's very insensitive. And people, we got to do better. We got we got to do better. All this insensitive and all this insulting things that we do to one another. Listen, I'm a firm believer. And when I tell you I'm a firm believer in something, I mean I'm a firm believer. If you can't... Get along, be respectful to each other, one another, and get apart. One of my cousins was, you know, talking about my my aunt's, uh, you know, funeral and how things should go. This is a cousin that's not her child. This is one of her nieces, just like I am, and like I tell everyone, listen. Her children who was there to do good times, bad times, not so good times, not so bad times, they will make that decision. Us as a family, we are there to pay our respects and say our final farewells to her. This ain't about us or what we've done at or other people at other home going ceremonies. This ain't what this is about. This is about her. Her life. Not ours. See, the thing is, 
our life still has to end. And one day it will end. It will end completely. And when it ends, the question will be, what are we going to do? What are you going to do? Are you ready? Are you ready for it to end? Are you prepared for it to end? Are you mentally prepared? Because I believe in furniture. I believe in people getting stuck in limbo. I believe in all of that. Are you ready? Everybody's always going to put their beliefs and everything on somebody else. Don't do that. Now, if a person asks you, you know, how do you feel about this? Or what do you think about that? Or, you know, things of that nature. By all means, they're asking. So, if they're asking, well, this is what I would do. You know, not this is what you should do. See the difference? Don't, people have got to stop that. People have got to learn their role and their positions in everything. Because some people have forgotten that, you know, everything is not about you. Let's just be clear. Everything is not about you. Everything will not be about you. And as long as you're walking around here with this mentality that, oh, well, it's going to be like this. It's going to be like that. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be. No, sugar, I don't agree with that. I don't agree it's going to be any of that at all. At all. I personally think it's just going to be what it's going to be. And you got to play the cards as you're dealt. Period. So, do I have my, I don't know, thoughts and whatever about going to this? I ain't going to say going to this. That right there was disrespectful in itself. Do I have my thoughts and different, uh, I don't know, different views on going to this funeral or going to my aunt's homegoing service, I should say? I do. But that's not going to stop me from going. I mean, it's not anything against her children or her by no means. No, no, no. But like I said, you have people that like to try to basically inflict their beliefs on everybody else because they feel that it is the right thing to do. It is, ha, I found what I was looking for, y'all. I found what I was looking for. Uh, I took a lot of reaching and digging. But I found it. I have to go tell my husband because he's been up looking. And I've been having this mad attitude this morning, y'all, about not finding myself when it was me to put it where it was. So, I owe him an, a nice apology, which he'll get. No doubt. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I ain't got no problem with admitting that one. 
Um, but yeah, so, but I'm going back to Vegas, and it's gonna be what it's gonna be, you know, as far as that's concerned. So, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I'm really sad about it because I'm going back on these terms, but like I said, life happens, y'all. That's, and I noticed, and I can go back and see who listens to what, and I'm going to repost it again and again, because I got a lot of you guys that follow me, and I love that, I love it, thank you, thank you, but everybody should go back when I did my January 1st, 2020 episode, when it says, support, it should not and I tell anybody and everybody this, it should not take people to depart this life for people to get together. And then people get together and that's when they start doing, oh, well, we can't start doing this. Honey, listen, you know a lie when that came out your mouth. It went in one ear and it went out the other. Families are just not families anymore. You know? I mean, blood family is not family anymore. A lot of people just, I don't know, people change, things change. It's just one of those situations where life happens for good and for bad, whether we want it to happen or not, you know, it's, it's, it's still going to do what it is. We can't change that. We cannot change it. But it should not take a horrific anything to bring countries together. It shouldn't take a horrific anything to bring families together. It shouldn't take any of that. It should not. And I get it. People have their differences. You're going to. That's a good thing. That is a very good thing when people don't agree on everything because that would be boring. But you have a lot of people that can't see things other people's way. It's always got to be their way. Their way is right. Their way is this. Their way is that. And this, that, and the other. And it's like, okay. But once, get out your own head. And listen to what I'm saying. And a lot of people can't do that. They focus more on, well, I know this worked for me. Okay, yeah, your key word was it worked for you. It worked for you. That doesn't mean it's going to work for me. It doesn't mean it's going to work for the next person or the prior person. People have to be open-minded about different suggestions open-minded about different everything because no one person is the same i don't care if you're an identical twin y'all still are two different people you share the same everything as far as your chromosomes dna and whatever but as far as a person y'all are two individuals y'all are not the same you know, and families, a lot of times, 
that's where all the bickering, the fighting, and the everything, because one person's feeling one way and cannot accept the fact that people have opinions. And we are entitled to those opinions. Now you have people like me, who I will be the first to tell you, that don't go to a lot of different events and don't go to a lot of different things because I don't have time for it. I don't have time to take out of my day, evening, night, to go somewhere just to hear people argue and fight over things of the past or over something that is petty. That's not the purpose of gatherings. That's not the purpose of getting together. Now, I can see if it happens here and there, but when it happens all the time, it becomes a point where you make that decision whether you want to deal with people or you don't. And I made a decision a long time ago. I don't. Everybody know I'm not a drinker like that. I'm not. Okay? I do consume some alcoholic beverages here and there. I can count the times that I actually consume alcohol beverages on my fingers in a 12-month period. In some cases, in a 24-month period. Because that's just not my thing. I don't smoke anything, you know. So, I'm just me. i rather do other things to occupy my time. Like write, uh, listen to music, write music. Like I said, I wrote a book. I can't wait for it to get out. It's just, you know, when you're working with publishers and different people, they like try to change things about it. I didn't have a ghostwriter. I wrote it. These are my memoirs. So there's a lot of things that I'm still in the works of doing and I don't have time for extra negativity. I don't have time for extra nonsense. If I want some nonsense, I know how to go create my own. It's not that complicated. You know, things get old. And that's why I said you guys should go back and listen to the January 1st episode where I'm talking about support. If you cannot support me, then there ain't nothing I can do for you. Period. You know how you invite people to go do XYZ all the time. And they never once show up. But then, they do something. You at least make an appearance. I don't care if you don't say. You make an appearance. I'm at a point now, I'm not even going to do that. And you heard that first from me. That part of me is over. Because it used to really, really, really get to me. Like, okay, dang. I go and I do this, this, that, and the other. Can't nobody come and at least make an appearance. You know, they'll make a call. Oh, I can't do it because such, 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 such. something else was more important than you. But yet, you're supposed to mean something to them. No, see, I'm not about that. I don't know where the hell they do that at, but not here. No, mm, That's over and done with. That's why I said on that particular episode, it's called Love from a Distance. It's not to say there's any love loss. It's not to say that you even have any animosity towards people. 
you win some, you lose some. And it comes to a point in life where you have to make a decision. Are you going to keep setting yourself up for failure by confiding in different people that treat you like you don't exist? Are you going to keep supporting people that can't even take a, a minuscule of a minute out of their day to even make an appearance for you? You have to sit back and you have to ask yourself some questions. Here's my answer. Hell no. I'm not going to do it. Mm-mm. One day's over. So people should have left it alone when I cared and I was doing different things. Now that I don't care to a certain extent, then it is what it is. And my husband just had the same conversation. We were talking about um, my aunt's funeral and how some people are not going or whatever. And then we were talking about just people not attending things in general, not even so much of the funeral or just, I'm just talking about regular events. And he was like, well, Peter, you can't say that. And I was like, why? He said, you have mental funerals on a regular basis. He said, and you know, once you do that, then people no longer exist to you. It's done. Right? I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. He was like, so... Now you get it. I said never said I didn't get it. Because I do. And everybody know. Once I do a mental funeral. And I do that. And what a mental funeral is. It's just like the burn ceremony. The only thing different is the burn ceremony. Huh, it's, it's a big difference. The burn ceremony. You're putting it on paper. And you're speaking it into existence. A mental funeral is. I'm mentally doing it. I'm not burning it on the paper, which I am actually participating in on Saturday. So don't get me wrong when I say that. But I get in my own mental state and say, hey, this was good while it lasted, but this is done. I sit there and I talk to God about it and I let it go and I keep it moving. That's it. It's done. You know, like I said on one of my podcasts about... One of my old friends, you know, whether we meet again in life or we don't, the type of relationship that we had, confiding into each other, doing the whole nine yards, I can honestly stand here right now and tell you that won't ever happen again. No, I don't hate her. I can never hate her. Ever. Ever. I won't ever tell you that. Not today, not tomorrow, not ever. But at the same time, the way things went down, I've gotten my closure with it, you know? And I know where I stand as far as when there's another person that is involved from the opposite sex. Let's say that. People have to understand. I have a husband. Let me explain. I'm going to say it again. I have a husband. But whether I have a husband or not. I am still me. That man didn't change me. I didn't change him. We got together and made it better for each other. That's how that went down. 
some people are not like that. They get with a person and that person becomes their, that person changes them to be who they want to be. But see, that's how other things start to happen. That's how cheating starts to happen. That's how a lot of abuse starts to happen. Because now your relationship basically is built on a lie. Let me explain. If you can deal with a person and this person doesn't like the way you talk, the way you act, your size, whatever, you start to change, not because that's what you wanted to do. You change because you want to be with this person. This person doesn't agree with it, whether it's your husband, whether it's your wife, whether it's just some random person that you're just really into. If you are so simple-minded to allow people to dictate who you are, and you're only doing this change so you can keep them in your life, honey, your relationship is built on a lie. Because you're lying to yourself. And if you're lying to yourself, you can't tell the truth to nobody else. That probably just went over somebody's head, but that's okay. Be with people who accept you for who you are, who don't want to change you. When you find people that want to change you and want to be in control and they got all this other stuff going on, those are what you call narcissistic womenizers or narcissistic Manizer. I know manizer is not a real word, but I like it. That's what those type of people are. They can't get with nobody who has a backbone that can say no. So what they do is they prey on weak individuals to do what they want to do. Because if I can get you to do what I want you to do, that means I can still do what I want to do. So that means I can have my cake and eat it too. Basically. And people don't understand that. Because if they got with somebody, a for real person who has that backbone, like, no, this is who I am, you either take it or you leave it, that's the person they're searching for. That's the person that they're probably out there cheating with, doing whatever, because she don't care. She, or he don't care. That person don't give a look. That's between you and them. They dumb for letting you do it. While you sitting now home cooking, cleaning, and thinking everything is okay. Nah. Nah. That's not how that game works. That's a weak individual. And they just as weak and just as much as a punk ass for allowing themselves to even treat people like that. But you know what? I've learned a long time ago that people who do that, they have a harder life. And in the end, they get the short end of the stick. Because everything comes crashing down all at once. You don't do people like that. And shame on people for allowing people to do that because that starts to mess with your head. That starts to mess with that psyche. But you know what? Ain't nobody to blame for that but you. Ain't nobody to blame but you. So people say, well, what if you don't know no better? Come on, man. If you in your 30s and in your 40s, you know better. A lot of people try to, well, that's how people are raised. That's how people whatever. Okay, I get that. But then there comes a certain point in your life where you become your own person. Remember when I said it doesn't matter if you're identical twins, you're still two different people. You see things different ways. Well, in this sense, it is the same thing. You are not that same little girl 
You are not that same 20-something-year-old. If it's that hard to transition to adulthood, then you need to go get some help. I'm not saying this to be funny. I'm saying this because it's the honest to God truth. If you are having trouble transitioning from a little girl to a woman, or a little girl to a young lady to a woman, there's phases and there's steps that we go through. And you're just supposed to be grown as a woman, but you're still functioning as a little girl or a young woman. You need some help. You need help. You don't need to be with nobody because you need help. That's all I'm going to say. You need some help. I'm not saying it to be funny. We've all been there. But see, them type of games and that type of stuff, I was a teenager in my 20s. And I learned real quick. Just, I'm not about that. And anybody has ever do with me, they be like, what do you mean? No, I'm not. I mean what I say, and I say what I mean. So if that makes me a mean person, well, I'm sorry. That's all I got for you. Well, you guys, that is... All I have to say at this moment, <clears throat> I'm just saying, if you can reach one, you can teach one. It's about sticking together, loving one another, and being able to respect other people as far as who they are, not who you want them to be. So, I may do one more episode of I'm Just Visa, and it will be this Thursday. Um, yeah, I'm going to do one more so I can keep reminding you guys of the burn ceremony. I do really, really hope I get to see some of you guys there. It would be nice to meet some of my listeners. And if you can't make it and you're not ready to take that step just yet, that's fine too. You got to do it at your own pace. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Do it at your own pace. If you just want to come out to support those who feel that they are ready to take that next step, by all means, you are welcome. Again, we're at Standing Bear Lake here in Omaha, Nebraska at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. You guys, I do start things on time. As far as that, it's supposed to be, it's going to be a cool night, but it's actually supposed to be almost 50 degrees that day and 30-something at night. So it's going to be a really, really nice night to be out there doing what we do. Well, guys, in between time and in the meantime, stay up, be blessed, and remember, I am just Vita.